Welcome, everybody, to your favorite Wednesday night podcast, the PCPS, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. I am your host, Sooth, and tonight we have another wonderful guest speaker, Mebula. Hello. Hello. I'm back. Thank you for joining us. Our sweet Tina will be out for the next week due to um, some family things, and we wish her all the love and warmth from us. And all uh, of the hugs, all the healing vibes that we can send her, because it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough out there for a bad bitch. Right yes, now. it is. Yes, it is. Preach, girl. I'm telling you. Um, I'm sorry for her and her family, and we're giving them all the love and wonderfulness and healing vibes that we can send out to them, and wish them all the luck. Um, she will be coming back, but just not this week. So. We're going to give her some time with her family. Uh, in the meantime, we are going to be talking about the old Alton Bridge, a.k.a. the Goatman Bridge in Texas. And we're also going to be talking about the Pope Lick. That is, <laughs> that is such a funny word. <laughs> it is kind of a funny name for it, yeah. It's it's That's a weird sure. it's a weird name. It's a weird name for for a cryptid, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, it's it's named after um, uh, it's from Kentucky for one, and I believe it's named after one of the um, what is it uh, rivers? I guess the creek. It's the creek, Kentucky's Pope lake creek but we'll get to that in a minute we'll get to that in a minute there has been a lot of controversy lately surrounding the old alton bridge and or aka the Goatman's bridge and uh because so many people have been going to it and ghost hunting that it's become dangerous and ironically it's the same way with the pope lake they're both on bridges. They're both iron bridges, and they both cross water. And that's the, the similarities don't stop there. So it's just look. If it looks dangerous, don't cross it. Okay, don't get on it. Don't go to it. Stand on land. Look at that it from there. Iron bridges and water just kind of like my make my uh, witchy senses tingle. So no, nah, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's definitely not something that I, you don't mix that together and then you have it out in the middle of the woods, in the middle of BFE and people have to trek out there. Like you can't immediately get away from that place. You know what I'm saying? It's isolated. It's not, <laughs> gives me the heebie-jeebies. Do I want to go look at it? Yes, I do. <laughs> but still. <laughs> One of the first rules of survival, have an exit strategy. Right? I don't know how many times I've preached on this podcast. If you can't see the exit, if you can't make a quick getaway, this is not the place for you to be. That's all I'm saying. That's why I don't go into holes in the ground. No caves for me. Especially if it's like got water in it, like full of water. Nuh-uh. Nope. No, thank you. No, thanks. I will pass. I will. Yes. Absolutely. I ain't doing it. Okay, so this one I'm going to give you guys a trigger warning on. Okay, on the Goatman's Bridge in, in old Alton Bridge in Texas. It's in the city of Denton. And uh, it basically connects Denton and Copper Canyon together. Okay, and they used to use it as a place to um, carry horses, automobiles, and... Uh, it uh, was a popular place for crossing cattle. Um, now it's just a way to go over there and scare the bejeebus out of yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so here's my trigger warning. There are going to be things talked about um, in the history of this bridge that play into it becoming Goatman's Bridge that are going to be very sensitive to some listeners. Um, it does have to deal with with blatant racism and um, 
a certain clan. Um, we're going to try and ghost over that part as much as possible um, because it is so sensitive to everyone and it pisses me all the way off. And oh I know <laughs> yeah, that, that, one, uh, that one really makes my ass itch. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it makes you a little twitchy, you know what I'm oh, saying? yeah. So we're just going to ghost over that just a little bit. You guys will, I'll use some wording, some phrasing that'll give you the hint as to what happened, but we're not going to go into great detail. So there is your trigger warning for that. If that is something that you cannot handle, give us about 15 minutes and you can come on back and listen to something else or not. If this, this particular episode is not for you, all gravy. We'll catch you in the next one. Um, so here we go. Old Alton Bridge which was also known, or is now known as Goatman's Bridge, is this historic iron truss bridge. So it's it's basically, you know, you see those iron bridges, it's got the, you go across it, and it doesn't have any covering, it's just a bunch of brid- like iron things posted together, that's what it is, it's a trash bridge. It looks it, like a horror movie. It does look like a horror movie, straight out of a freaking horror movie. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, anybody? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... So, um, it's now a historic bridge, but it can, as I said, it connects Denton and Copper Canyon together, and it was built in 1884 by the King Iron Bridge Manufacturing Company. It uh, originally carried horses and later automobiles over what is Hickory Creek at a location that was once popular for crossing cattle. Now, the bridge takes its name from the abandoned community of Alton, which between 1850 and 1856 was the seat of Denton County. I've been to Denton. It's very artsy. It's very pretty. Quaint little town. I I say quaint. It's quaint for Texas. I'll put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Texas, look, when they say Texas does everything big, they are not lying. Have you ever been to the, the Dallas Metroplex? No, I have not. Girl. You just want it. You can see where you want to go, your feet from it, but you're going to have to take five miles of, of road and then do this f- clover leaf around and down and under to the side street to get it. It takes you 20 minutes to get like 15 feet. It's crazy. Like, I don't understand it. I don't get you had to make it complicated. But why? For what? <laughs> I'll just walk. <laughs> right. I just wanted a cheeseburger. Gosh darn it. And now I you're just making me wanted some fries. <laughs> making me regret my life choices. Rethinking <laughs> a lot of my decisions now. <laughs> exactly. But because of this bridge being where it's located out in the middle of BFE, somewhere in Texas, the bridge is subject to, of course, lots of ghost lore stories, and most of them are featuring a vengeful ghost. And you're going to find out why. And it's it's valid. It's justified why this ghost is vengeful, okay? Um, yeah, I think I would be pissed off, too. Oh, I would be more... Man, I'd be coming for bloodlines. Uh-huh. Bloodlines. I'm coming for your genetics. Every, for your kneecaps, everything. Coming for all of it. That's funny, because that's actually one of the, the things about this ghost that we will get into. Yeah. It is actually so. Okay, so one of my favorite little details. It is a it is a good one. It is a good one. But uh, the heavily traveled old Alton Bridge remained in constant use up until about 2001, when vehicle traffic was moved to an adjacent concrete and steel bridge. So prior to the new bridge, it was necessary for motorists to signal with a car horn before crossing the single lane span. So it's literally one way you got one little piece that you could cross over and uh you gotta let everybody know you're coming or you guys are gonna get stuck you know there's no road rage here you can't have it there's no room for it one of those actually in the the decent sized city that i live in um just by one of our suburbs there was a one lane bridge that was in a what got to be a pretty busy area it's kind of a pain I don't doubt it. It sounds like a pain in the butt, be honest with you. It, it is. So, the new bridge straightened out a sharp curve on both sides of the creek and provided additional travel lanes so that you don't have to worry about the one way. Um, so then, 
the vehicle traffic removed, the bridge became an important link connecting the Elm Fork and the Pilot Knoll hiking and equestrian trails. And today it is a popular location for nature enthusiasts and photographers. Um, It was actually included in the National Register of Historic Places on July 8th, 1988. Mm -hmm. Right? It's got some really pretty pictures. I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty and ominous and creepy. Yeah. Yeah, there's one particular one that tells you that it this bridge has a story. Yes. Heed the story, guys, is what we're saying. Like, we'll get to the story. Here's the story. Okay. So, locally, the bridge is known as Goatman's Bridge. And as it is said to be haunted by a half-man, half-goat figure called the Goatman. Pretty self-explanatory. The belief is based on the legend of a goat farmer named Oscar Washburn. He happens to be a person of color. Um, an African American. And uh, he was said to have moved his family to a residence just north of the bridge. Now, a few years later, Washburn, having become known as a dependable and honest businessman, was dubbed the Goat Man by locals and displayed a sign on Alton Bridge reading this way to the goat man. Okay, so this guy, him and his family are living peacefully, tending to the goats, doing what they do, and selling these goats off, right? Well, this is where it gets dark. The success of an African-American man back in that, that time, okay, Uh, was still unwelcome to many. And in August of 1938, a certain pointed hat group of horrible people um, crossed... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not going to give you any time, is what I'm saying. I'm not going to say the name. I'm not going to give you anything else. That's it. That's all you get. Okay? You don't get that satisfaction. You do not. You do not. I refuse. So they crossed the bridge and unfortunately kidnapped Washburn, Mr. Washburn, from his family. And unfortunately, Mr. Washburn was fitted with a um, not so comfortable necktie and was tossed over the side of Goatman Bridge. But to the satisfying dismay, I may say, of the people in attendance, the bad people in attendance, um, when they looked over the side, Mr. Washburn was nowhere to be found, but that necktie was still there. Okay, so it was empty. He wasn't there. And uh, that spooked the people in attendance. You see what I said there? You see how I put that? (laughs) Nitwits. Um, I would use more colorful language, but I am not... I'm... Okay, so anyway, so he's... Your mouth is saying one thing, but your brain is entirely saying another thing. And and if you could see me right now, my face would say it all. I twitch and everything. (laughs) The whole nine yards. Yes. Yeah. So they they looked down to see if he had perished. Okay, but he... it, It was empty. So, of course, they panicked. Because, you know, dirty deeds done in the dark come to light. And uh, they returned to his family home and unfortunately unalived his wife and children. Okay. Yeah. So we're just going to take a minute here. I'm going to take a swig because I need a little bit because I'm I'm angry and I just need to I need to swallow it down (laughs) with strawberry soda. Girl, I felt that in my soul. Okay. All right. So. The locals warn that if you cross the bridge at night without headlights, as the um, pointed-headed bastards did, <laughs> um, you will be met on the other side by the goat man. Ghostly figures and strange lights are said to appear in the surrounding woods, as well as reports of visitors being touched, grabbed, and having rocks thrown at them. 
This legend results in the area around Old Alton Bridge being popular among paranormal investigators and has been featured on Ghost Adventures. Oh, Zach. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I mean, I could, but... Uh... Don't do it, Zach. Zach, Zach gets butt hurt from oh, what yes, I hear. Oh, yes, he does. Yes, he so, does. Sorry, Zach. Have a good time. Love Ghost Adventures. It's great. <laughs> anyway, and BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural. I watched that episode, and it was hilarious, and I thought it was a great time. And the quote that has stuck with me from that, from BuzzFeed Unsolved, was him going, I'm dancing on your bridge, goat man. <laughs> I'm never gonna forget that. <laughs> I am never gonna forget that. That line is going to live rent free in your head for the rest of your life. Forever. Forever. But I love BuzzFeed Unsolved. The supernatural, it's great. They're they're hilarious. If you haven't watched it, you can watch it for free on YouTube. It's it's wonderful. I totally recommend it. Um but yeah, so that's like the nitty gritty. The uh, where the goat man's bridge comes from, right? So we can put that dirty away. Um, condolences to the family. I'm sure that there are people who remember that from way back in the day. So it hasn't died. We still remember. It's still there. So in another um, article that I found, um, it's from uh, We Didn't Do It, spelled with D-E-N-T-O-N. Um, it features the bridge, the Goatman's Bridge, again. And um, this one is also same pretty much story, backstory. But they also kind of go more into, like, what happened afterwards, if that makes sense. So... They go into how on the dark night, late 1930s, how the unfortunate happened and um, how they panicked and went after Mr. Washburn's family. And uh, of course they say that it's turned into a vengeful spirit that now haunts the bridge, right? And uh, unfortunately they go into how his family was unalived, but we're not gonna go into that either because no. Um, but it says, local legend says, if you knock on the steel bridge three times at midnight, or perhaps turn off your car lights and honk three times in summons, then you dare a visitation from the vengeful goat man that's preceded by the stench of decaying flesh. Mm. Right? Uh, anytime that I have smelled anything that's either like smells like rotten yuck or like sulfur, that was my cue to leave. Yeah, that is definitely the cue to GTFO. Yeah. <laughs> don't hang around. Don't pass go. Don't collect $200. Just if it, it smells like a corpse where it gets really cold out of nowhere, it's time to go. Yes. Dip out. Say goodbye. Bye bye. Just just leave everything you had on the ground there. You don't need it. It's not that important. Keep on going. There's also, th oh my goodness, there's numerous reports that tell of an unholy, of unholy glowing eyes that burn red from the darkness and eerie glimpses of a large snarling goat-headed man-beast stomping in the wooded shadows or a frightening apparition of a maniacal satyr carrying the heads of goats or humans in his hands. Okay, so the mental imagery of the second part uh, of the second one is pretty cool. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, that satyr sounds like a whole badass. I feel like I should offer him like a jug of wine or something, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you know. I feel like that's almost tattoo idea material. You know, it seems like something that'd be cool for Dionysus, too. But that's, that's just me. Oh. Right? 
Right? That's oh. why I was like, give him a jug of wine. Intriguing. I'm saying. That'd be a pretty cool tattoo. But it's all justified and deserved, is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Okay? What, what, I mean, how are you supposed to, how do you deal with an angry satyr stomping around with human heads? How do you deal with that? How do you make that go away? Well, it depends. If it's the heads of the the pointy-headed bastards, I would let him go on about his business. Agreed. I would have to wave at him. Just be like, I mean, what do you prefer? Goat cheese? Would you like some... I mean, I can make you a charcuterie board. Here you go, sir. <laughs> make you a nice little picnic. You know what I mean? Understood. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So here you um, go. Yeah. Here you go. Here's some wine. Have a good time. Bye. Have a wonderful time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I, we are so bad at this. We are so bad at this. This is not something that I, I mean, if I saw it in person, if I saw something like that in person, I'm sure he's well over seven feet tall considering, you know. Yeah, if I saw that in person, there's a very good chance I would actually probably wind up like pissing myself or something. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But the idea is cool. The idea is cool, but going there and seeing it one-on-one in person, like face-to-face, I'd probably scream and throw whatever I had in my hand at it and then take off running. (laughs) So you choose fight and then flight. (laughs) That's right. That's right. If I could punch it, I'm punching it, okay? I may miss the actual head and, and punch one of the other heads that it's carrying at that point. Unless it's like one of those where the heads still like were animate you know what i mean like they were they could talk and stuff then i don't i don't know how i could handle that oh that would be that would be something i wonder how i would handle that i feel like in my brain pan i would be fierce and throw something at it and scream and then you know like they tell you like scream at bears and then and then curl up in the fetal position but i wouldn't fetal position i would run yeah i would have to run and then end up getting lost yeah, and end up getting lost. In something. Yeah, but getting lost, you can still find your way. It's not impossible, <laughs> and you Truth. won't be near the guy with all the heads and in the goat hindquarters. Yeah. That's just terrifying to think about. And the more I think about it, the more I add to it, like talking heads and seven feet tall, and like it's got the head of a goat, or maybe it's got the head of of a person, but the horns of a goat. You know what I mean? My imagination is running wild with this. I think we read too many books. Oh, I think we do too. Is it going to make me stop nope. reading books? Absolutely It's probably not. just going to make me continue <laughs> reading even more. Right? Now I'm going to look for books that have satyrs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay, so back on topic here. I mean, we were talking about it, but I digress. There's terrifying encounters, and then reported vanishings have been so frequent as to warrant numerous investigations by paranormal groups. But there's more than one version that attempts an explanation for a century, a century of reoccurring frights and sights encountered at the bridge. Now, of course, when there's scary stuff happening, what do they automatically default to Satanists Satanists it was Satanists Satanic panic (laughs) but as we spoke about in our last podcast there is a very big difference between Satanists and Luciferians huge huge difference and what this little thing says here is uh, they're blamed for opening a portal for Hellspawn demon and others say the goatsman's wife is eternally searching for her murdered children. Now, when it comes to uh, trying to summon demons, that's that's not the Satanists. That is that is the Luciferians. Occasionally, mm-hmm. not all of them, not all of them. It is not all a religion of people who do try to summon demons. But like any other religion, there are those extremists, and it happens. They try. It does. Things happen. It does, unfortunately. Misguided people. 
misguided people thinking they're doing something. And we've seen how that ends up in scary movies, right? Yeah, it ends up that way in scary movies, but and it's it's honestly pretty scary if somebody actually attempts that have to if they try to attempt it in person too. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't go well with everybody involved. It does not. Mo- really some movies doesn't. are inspired by truth. Now is it embellished? Yes, but the lesson here don't do it don't attempt it don't try it don't consider thinking about even attempting to try it just don't. Just don't just don't just don't do it that's on your list of no-nos okay the bad juju it's real it's there it'll it'll haunt you for the rest of your life if you have a life afterwards yes. these things 99 percent of the time you these won't. things can hurt you they can hurt the people you care about they can they can do some pretty awful things so just don't mess with stuff that you shouldn't be messing with. Yeah. And if you ever, for any, at any point, believe that you are in control, that's a lie. You it's are a lie. never in control. Never, ever. <laughs> now that we have cautioned you against that, what you choose to do with you and your life is up to you. Nobody can tell you what you can or can't do, but we can try to educate you in hopes that you will listen. And this is we us. Can- Hoping you we will can listen. warn you of the realities of what those situations can cause. Exactly. Now, there is a variation of this that predates the bridge itself. And it's an account that goes all the way back to the 1860s. Oh, yes, building an iron bridge on an area that's already having some issues. Right. Nobody listens. We could be screaming at the top of our lungs and nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. <laughs> it's called the Texas Troubles. Okay. I would ask if Texas is okay, but they'd probably get mad at me. So I'm just going to let you do you, boo boo. Um, Girl, I love you. So <laughs> I'm just saying they can handle it. They got it. Whatever. They got it under control. Don't mess with Texas. You know, I ain't messing. I'm just saying, you know. Okay, so some Copper Canyon cowboys did an unfortunate act that I'm not going to say the word. Um, Use your imagination because you're probably right. A uh, Creole slave goat herder named Jack Kendall from a tall creekside tree. That's the unfortunate. That's as far as that goes. I'm not going to give any more to that. Okay. And it happens to be near the where the bridge stands now. But um, as they put it, ineptitude separated the runaway person's head from his off with his head. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's as, that's as bad as it's going to go. I'm not going to go any more into it. So the bad people, the bad, horrible people who need a high heel to unfortunate parts of their body. Um, watched in horror as the headless body raised itself from the creek bed mud. Animated, and this is speculation from what I am reading. However, I love this part. It is not my own I love this part. (laughs) Animated by voodoo. Okay? Voodoo is a closed practice, my friends. If you don't know what you're talking about, don't talk about it. And ripped off the head of a nearby goat to replace it with his own, still dangling from a certain place in a certain tree. So regardless of which origin gets told, old timers warn that knocking three times on the trusses of the bridge is an invitation to judgment. My favorite part of this entire legend. Do a girl. My favorite part. Ghastly ghost men only spirits away those with the bloodlines of the pointy-hatted jackasses or slave owners into the woods for his terrible revenge. Oh, that satisfies my heart so much. <laughs> They're coming for your They're bloodlines. Coming. They're going for your Say kneecaps. Say your kneecaps. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them, because they're gone. And so is your mm-hmm. head. So... Do with that as you will. I mean, you better know your family history is all I'm saying. <laughs> know your family history and be careful if you decide to go to Old Alton Bridge in Texas. For real. 
So unfortunately, you won't find the names of Mr. Oscar Washburn or Mr. Jack Kendall in any historical records. Okay? So if you go looking, you ain't going to find it. Uh, they say that most ghosts are given names because we, the lived, need to feel like we can know Yeah, we them. have to humanize okay? things. We have to humanize things. I mean, like, they're not... I mean... <sighs> Why do you think our, our neighbor has a, a dog named Herman? We have to humanize him. <laughs> <laughs> he has a dog named Herman? Uh, well, I have one of my neighbors, their dog is named Rico. Uh, the guy across the street, his dog is actually named Herman. He's the cutest little gremlin-looking thing. I love that little puppy. So he's he's a um, he doesn't have like he's like a mix. Yeah, he's oh, just cute this little cute mix. little like mutt-looking dust mop of a dog. <laughs> dust mop, and his name, his is, name Herman. is Herman. Oh my god, that tickles me. That tickles me. That is so cute. Oh, that is adorable. Man, that was heavy. I wasn't thinking that was going to be as heavy as it was, but that was, uh, that was pretty heavy. It, it is. It's, that, oh. that covered a very, very dark point in history. Something that yeah, unfortunately happened, yeah, but we can work to get past it. Yeah. And we can real. all, we can always acknowledge that it was real, that it did happen. And work for it to never happen. The F. Yes. Because F racism. Strawberry soda. For real. Okay. So, after that heavy, of course, we're going to come in with yet another heavy. Yay! Yay for Goatman! Here's another one. If you live in Kentucky, you've probably already heard of this one. I grew up, uh, spent some time in far eastern Kentucky, and I've heard of this one. It is the Pope Lick Monster in Kentucky, and it's named after the Pope Lick Creek, which the trestle bridge, it's a railroad trestle bridge, okay, that goes over the creek. And it's still in use. Still. And of course, it's, uh, this one is, uh, part man, part goat, and sheep. part sheep. Meh. No wonder that is quite a combination. You know, I don't know. Maybe he does both. Maybe it's a mixture. Or maybe he has a whole mix demonic that? voice going on. I wonder. Like a growly bleh. <laughs> it's a bleh. <laughs> he goes <laughs> metalcore with it. He goes metalcore. It's not a bye. It's a bleh. I can't growl to save my life, so y'all can laugh at me. I'm laughing at myself right now. I tried. Especially if he's I failed, but I tried. Black. He's definitely going to be yeah. the metalcore goat man. It's going to be metalcore. It really is. I think it is. So it's just outside of Louisville in eastern Jefferson County. The Norfolk... Norfolk... Sorry. That's a... Uh, <laughs> I'm going into my southern roots here, and I have to remember that I have to enunciate for people. Don't forget the L. Or Folk Southern Railroads runs right through the parklands of Floyd's Fork. My lord have mercy. Bless my little southern heart that was hard to try. <laughs> Let me tell you how difficult that was <laughs> to, to enunciate all of bless those words heart, properly. Bless your heart. Oh, man. It's about as useless as a screen door in a hurricane, y'all. I'm saying. Lord. So um, it's, within, <laughs> it's within this particular stretch of trestle that the Pope Lick monster is said to reside. Now, this guy is part man, part goat, and part sheep, and rumors of a hideous beast roaming around the Pope Lick trestle have been swirling for quite some time. So he's been there for a while, for a minute. Now, the most well-known version of the story is that the Goatman hybrid... I mean, that's, we could call it a hybrid, who lives on top of the trestle. I mean, it's hard to take some of these cryptids seriously, okay? Like the squonk, for instance, I could, I died. 
the entire time talking about the squonk. I mean, its defense mechanism was to cry itself into a puddle, okay? Aww. So, <laughs> yeah, which, by the way, you can find t-shirts of that on our merch site on Teespring. It's there for your uh, wearable pleasure. Um, anyway, that didn't sound right. That didn't sound right. Oh, We're just gonna you know keep what I mean. going. We're gonna go. We're gonna keep going. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, it's a hybrid who lives on top of the trestle, using hypnosis or voice mimicry to lure victims to the top. Uh, like it pretends to be like somebody you know or one of your family members or something, right? And then uh, some people say a train then comes and strikes the victim, while others suggest that the sight of the monster is so disturbing that they are driven to jump off the hundred-foot trestle to their unalivement. Yeet! Yeet! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That was the first thing that came to mind when I was researching this. That <laughs> All I can picture is this guy, this hybrid, standing on the train tracks, just like, come here, come here, let me look at the schedule. The train should be arriving any moment now. And then people are just like, no. And then they just yeet themselves off the side and he's just watching them. Like fall, I'm like, dang! <laughs> Was really hoping I'd get to see them run over by a train. In today. the words of the wonderful uh, Mudvayne, in their song "Dig," let me help you talk. Let me help to talk you the wrong way off the ledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he doesn't urge them to jump. He just wants them to get, you know, squished, become a, a speed bump. You know what I mean? So. That's, uh, yeah. So, okay, so there is, apparently there's a misconception that the Pope-Lick trestle is abandoned and no longer in use. But, however, in reality, the bridge carries a major rail artery into Louisville, or Louisville. I'm going to say Louisville because that's Louisville. how I'm going to say it, and you guys are just going to, see, two different, two different areas. I say Louisville, she Louisville. says all right <laughs> but you know that it's you know it all depends on where you're from just yeah so the heavy freight trains cross the bridge several times daily making it all too easy for someone to get caught atop while it is an oncoming train barrels down on them and plenty tragedies have happened because of this because people are going looking for the goat man on this bridge um, there have been several un unfortunate events that have happened. Yeah, and just just looking at this bridge, if you're, it looks like your only options, if a train is to come past, are to either stand on the the tracks and you versus train, or to eat yourself. Yeah, you don't have plenty. You don't have many options. I don't escape. think I would have climbed that looking for a goat man. I'm, I'm not okay with no. heights. And the fact that this thing doesn't even have also, railing. Also, I'm chunky. I like to keep my feet on the solid ground. Right. I, oh. Let's just, the picture that I'm looking at, y'all, is just no. It's just a nope. It's just a nope. But it's so popular there. And so many people have come for, like, paranormal investigators, teenagers, just, you know, living on a dare uh going and doing stupid stuff on this thing and unfortunately paying with their lives and it's been recent like recent there's been people who have unfortunately succumbed to the train tracks so the norfolk norfolk i'm just gonna say it the way i want it. it's norfolk the norfolk southern railway has urged citizens not to climb the trestle, threatening arrest for trespassers. So, don't, just don't do it. And uh, there's a street that runs underneath the bridge, too, and another version of this story has the monster pouncing on passing cars. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something to see? 
right? It's, oh. I don't know. There's uh, YouTube videos that you can watch on this on the Pope Lake train trestle monster, as they call it, um, as part of the urban legends of Wayne County um, over there in uh, in Kentucky. So if, if the goat man in Texas isn't doing it for you, you can always go to Kentucky and find one there. And speaking of which, um, the Pope Lake legend, and this is from the local news. Um, the public legend, loved ones of those who died on the trestle, push for change. So people are literally still going up there. They're still getting hurt. They're still being, unfortunately, unalived. And it's because of the folklore. People are, are looking for it. They're getting, they're getting brave and getting up there on that, that trestle. So, and apparently there was a story of the Pope Lick monster or goat man that haunts the trestle. Um, and it's even becoming the focus of a movie in the late eighties. So they made a movie about it, which was, that's pretty cool. It's created the legend of the Pope Lick monster to explore and celebrate the folklore. Something he said was unique to the city, uh, was a filmmaker, Ron, I'm sorry, Mr. Ron, I cannot pronounce your last name. <laughs> uh, that uh, looks like it would be uh, Schildnisht. Yeah, that. I'm just going to call you Ron the Filmmaker, but we'll, we can call you that, too. You can call him Ron S. Um, Ron S. The filmmaker Ron S. Who made the legend of the Pope Lake Monster. So it's centered in celebrating the folklore of the unique city. And, um, of course, there's the half-man, half-sheep goat thing and the train trestle and um, someone to try to scare their friends or their girlfriend or whatever and whatever. But it's unfortunate because there are people who have actually passed away because of this, right? And in this one, he said that uh, Ron said that the origin of the legend was never clear, but one thing is people have lost their lives on the trestle. Okay. And in his film, uh, he said when he started filming, there were several reports of trespassers in the area. By the time the film de debuted, two people have unfortunately succumbed to the folklore. And um, just this year, a young girl was uh, unalived on the train trestle. So <clears throat> it's still, I mean, it's still going. It's still going. I feel like, okay, so you know how in 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 witchcraft or in rituals or whatever, you feed it, right? Yes. And that feels you feed like it what energy. is going on here. Thank you. It feels I like this feel ghost man, like this... I mean, this goat man is feeding on the life force of the people who were going to climb that trestle. Yeah. And it's, it's devastating. That people, I mean, she was 15. 15 years old. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to say the young girl's uh, last name out of respect for her family and friends, but we're going to call her S. They are still trying to piece together what happened the night that she passed away. They say that she was at the trestle with friends on May 29th when a train came across unfortunate and her and another girl were unalived so and the stories of how and why this young girl got on the platform that night differ from person to person but her family and friends all say the same thing that she was there for everyone even to her detriment if that makes sense to y'all do you know you know what i mean you know what i'm saying like that poor young peer woman. pressures yeah peer pressure is a pain I in the butt barely got to dip her toes in the water of life for real look at you being all poetic and stuff <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even get to wiggle her toes it is unfortunate but they remember her 
and she said they say that uh, every room she walked into she lit up so they uh they call her the light of their life so uh condolences to the family to the families because it was more than one both girls so it's unfortunate that this goat man and the lord why does it seem stronger in kentucky than it does in texas have you noticed that lots and lots of iron in those hills lots now okay so you say that explain to our listeners what that means what that insinuates iron is a um basically a conduit it is very good at amplifying and holding on to energy it attracts it like quartz crystals in running water god that was like that was a double whammy in that area yeah there is a lot of iron in those mountains yeah and iron's really good at holding on to especially dark things it's also to to lighten this up a a little bit because this was tragic this whole entire thing was tragedy you think you're gonna have a laugh at the goat man but the the backstories to these cryptids if you want to call them cryptids or hauntings or what have you are tragic they are horrible they are but to to lighten it up a little bit you can also use iron to uh, ward off the Fae, because they don't yeah, like it. Yeah, the Fae does not so, like iron at all. Not even no, a little bit. That is almost like kryptonite so, for them. Right? <laughs> so there's a good uh, there's a good way to lighten the, the mood a little bit, I think. I know, I'm trying. I'm trying. That was hard. That was hard. I've done some hard podcasts talking about some like really crazy stuff that's happened. But this was definitely but, a dark one. The backstories yeah, to, this one, to these goat men is tragic, tragic sad, you know, dark, scary, and just awful. Just awful. It's not. It's no point now. I, you know, I'm going to, there are so many, like, tragic backstories to things. Like, one that we're going to be talking about um, soon, the melon-headed kids that the backstory of the Melonhead kids is one that will definitely um, break some hearts. I, I believe that episode is going to need a trigger warning as well. Yeah, it will definitely this need a trigger, a warning, well trigger because... warning. This is a pre-trigger warning trigger warning. That's right. <laughs> We're just setting you up, okay? So if you, you log on and you see the Melonheaded kids and you just don't think that's something that you can listen to, fair enough. Fair enough. But... Uh, see in my head I guess I have that like um those pictures of the satyrs prancing around from Fantasia you know <laughs> or the satyrs that are like prancing around with Dionysus and their their lovely little you know party till you drop and you're never coming back you know <laughs> things that's that's the lovely little pictures I have in my head so when they were like oh it's a satyr I was like oh how adorable what I Not so ready. adorable after you finished that that sentence, was it? No, no, I wasn't no. ready. I was not ready. I wasn't okay. I was not okay. How do you feel about it? <sighs> it's dark and tragic, but talking about it means it won't be forgotten. These guys will live on forever. True that unfortunately but on that other note though fortunately because he's coming for your kneecaps coming for your knees for your knees if that ain't a horror movie in the making uh yeah you know what i mean that that's a horror movie i would watch i would watch that because the gratification you know what i mean i would probably watch it too just like the candy man you know well, that's that another um that one is a cool ass. There could have been no better actor to play him. I'm saying. He was perfect. The voice, the mannerisms, he got well, it. He got it. See and here. apparently there in um in African lore, it has something to do with bees have some I'm gonna have to look that up because bees 
um, have some kind of significance with the supernatural. And I am not African, so I don't know. But I would like to know so that I can understand it better. So I think I might look it up as to why bees have such a, a hold in the supernatural and the scary with that. Ooh, that that is interesting. I would yeah. like to know as well. Right? That's something that we're going to have to yeah, look into. I think this is going to be for more sure. research to do for sure. Yeah. Lots of research. Fortunately for me, I love oh, research. girl, me too. So. I have fun doing it. <laughs> but if anybody, if any of our listeners know or have uh, great folklore that they would like to share, we have a an email address that... Um, you can get a hold of us and share your knowledge with. Um, and also we have a Discord. If Discord's not your thing, you're more towards email. It's the Paranatural Cryptids at gmail.com. And you can email us your stories and your folklore. And we would love to read it. And of course, anything that you share with us and we decide to use on the podcast, we will definitely mention who it came from and why. So, I mean, email away, guys. Email away. It would be great. Um, we love, we love knowledge. We love learning and, uh, we love sharing that knowledge with everyone else. So, especially the spoopy knowledge. You feel so inclined. The spoopy knowledge is the fun yes. stuff. Spoopy knowledge, folklore, the crazy, the weird, the wacky. We're into it. We're there. Yes. We got you. The unexplained, all of that. All of that nonsense, which is not nonsense, actually. It actually comes out. Some of these have a lot of truth behind them so anyhow i just want to thank you for coming on here and doing this with me mebs thank you so oh, of much of course once again i actually had a lot of fun doing this fabulous i'm so glad because i'm i'm gonna keep oh, you good. around good yes keep me please <laughs> i might just uh you know do some more uh episodes with you on folklore and the craziness that we can find if oh, you I don't mind. mind at all. You just let me know when you need me, and I will be right here for you. Fabulous. So on that note, thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight and listening to the the Pope Liquor. And <laughs> such a funny – sorry, it's such a funny name. The Pope Liquor and the Goat Man, one from Kentucky and one from Texas, both with tragic backstories. So if you hung in there, thank you so much for listening. We love our listeners. We love sharing our knowledge with everyone. And uh, we're so appreciative of you guys being here. And um, thank you so much for that. You can literally find us anywhere. We have a solo link. If you just hit that link, it will take you to all of our socials, including our Discord. And you can listen to us here on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Pod, literally everywhere. Literally, just, just Google us. Just We're Googleable. That's a word. I made it a word. I'm claiming it. So just, you know, look for us there. And uh, don't forget the salt. Check under your bed. Grab your favorite Whoopi and turn on that nightlight because you don't want the the woolly boogers coming after you. They bite. It's not good. Anywho. Bye. Bye.